across the UK. Overnights with Martin Kelman. Just take my hand and come along with me. There is so little time to spare. There is a place I give the world to see. Where the music's softly playing and the rhythm's gently swaying. Well, there you are. That's the uh, laid-back version of uh, Mexico, which is exactly where we're going now to uh, link up with our good friend uh, John Bonfilio. Uh, John, thanks uh, ever so much for joining us. Good evening, good evening. I like to think that Long John Baldry would appreciate David Ripka's beautiful version. I think he would. It's a lovely version. It's a lovely version. Yeah, when we're feeling laid back, we'll uh, we'll play it. Um, so you're at, uh, or you've either been, or you're about to go to a Christmas tasting event in uh, Campeche. So what do the people of Campeche eat at Christmas time? Yeah, I've just removed myself. I'm at the back oh. of a little uh, event. Campeche is a little zero waste store which promotes environmental responsibility and purchases and fair trade and and that kind of stuff and tonight we've been trying um honey did you know that campeche was famous for uh, its honey actually it's pretty well regarded the french in particular have a real thing for uh, campeche and honey and uniquely oh, yeah. the yucatan not just campeche has a unique endemic bee called the melipona which is a dwarf stingless bee and its honey is uh, perceived to have uh, believed to have medicinal qualities and is really highly sought after and really expensive. So I've been trying a little bit of that. Been trying, of course, because it's Mexico, a wide yeah. array of salsas, hundreds of chilies here with different flavorings, mango, tamarind, pineapple, whatever you want. Wow. Um, so the, the, the fact that I can speak to you through my burning <laughs> taste buds is something yes. of a, something of a surprise. And also, I guess the other thing which is, uh, unique for here is, is, is chocolate, but not the kind of chocolate that you and I uh, no, we'll have a Christmas. It's like a sort of a local, um, heavily spiced chocolate. And uh, not spiced as in, um, you know, hot, but spiced as in it has lots of different uh, spices uh, in it. And it tastes really, it's kind of bitter, but it tastes really distinct and unique and is really good in, in hot chocolate. So, yeah, this has been my, tonight's a lead up to, to Christmas, which has not been unpleasant. Yeah, sounds great. I mean, the, 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 these, the honeys that are supposed to have sort of medicinal qualities usually are extremely expensive. Manuka honey is the one they sell uh, over here a lot from New Zealand. And if you get the really strong Manuka honey, you know, they have different different uh, levels of it. If you get the really high level of it, it's about 30 or 40 pounds a, a jar. I don't know whether the Campechan honey is as expensive as that. Yep. Pretty much, pretty much. And actually, um, a few years back, I had conjunctivitis and um, uh, the, the smart people in the room said that I should use the Melipona honey to put just a tiny drop in each eye to help me with uh, said conjunctivitis. Uh, but actually, all it did was it burned a lot. <laughs> Maybe it's my attitude. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, you've got to believe. You've got to really, really believe to do that. I mean, I wouldn't put honey in my eyes, but uh, yeah, you know, anything in your eye, yeah, probably a mistake. Um, now, uh, Argentina have been reading about the um, uh, the devaluing of the peso uh, this week. It's uh, and, and all the prices changing in all the shops. 
Um, and of course, there's a new a new president in uh, Javier Milai, and his um, his sister, I gather, is sort of advising him at the moment. Yeah, this is very much one of those stories that is just not going to go away. Uh, whatever happens, it's going to be firmly in the news for a long period of time. So many quirks, as you say, Martin, that we've spoken about, um, you know, before on on your show. But one of the ones that we haven't is the fact that there is another Millet. His younger sister is also his campaign uh, strategist and who he most he takes most advice from other than his dead clone dog who speaks to him in his dreams. Uh, nice. he, he refers to Karina Millet as the Messiah. She is always there, always with him. Uh, just one step behind, he said of her that uh, without her, none of this would be possible. She's known in his uh, in his inner circle as uh, the chief, and she's basically considered to be the brain's trust behind Millet. One of my favorite quotes, one of my favorite sayings of his about her is when he came out and said, she is Moses and I am her voice. Yeah, blimey. It's bizarre. Also, what, what, I mean, is it anything to do with him becoming president, the devaluation? Is that his, his first big step? Because I remember when they devalued the pound over here. Um, Harold Wilson, who was a prime minister at the time, said, you know, the pound in your pocket has not been devalued. It's still worth the same. But we all knew it. <laughs> we all knew it wasn't. Uh, and I'm wondering if it's that uh, situation in Argentina. I mean, has this been a, a popular move or an unpopular? I wouldn't have thought so. Or an unpopular move? It's it's an artificial devaluation. So the government have deliberately devalued the peso. Their argument is that they're um, not devaluing it, but valuing it correctly against previous uh, currency controls that had existed. The the, the raison d'etre, the, the why of behind all of this is because the government has been overspending for a long, long time now. And that is what the direct cause of this inflation leading to hyperinflation that they are uh, suffering at the moment, coming up to 200%. So he's come in with what he said is a a short, well, a sharp shock, shock therapy in which he has suddenly cut all spending by huge amounts. And uh, one of the ways in which he's he's trying to do that is remarkably by actually inducing a recession in Argentina. It's, he's cut loads of different ministries as well. He's reduced the public workforce. Forty percent of public workers are being laid off uh, in the first few days of this administration. It's the kind of austerity. Remember when uh, we mocked or people mocked austerity austerity in the UK criticised it I mean that wasn't a patch on this no absolutely not um, that's why you you know when you see when we were watching the World Cup in Qatar and you saw all those Argentinian fans you thought well we, we think we've got a cost of living crisis here how could they all afford to go over to um, to, to go over to Qatar to watch the World Cup I mean, admittedly Argentina won the World Cup which is great but um, I read stories about um, people having to sell their kidneys to uh, probably just one kidney at a time uh, yeah well for this and then then it wouldn't have been illegal. Now, Malay's going to make it uh, legal. Uh, those people who would have gone to Qatar would not have done it on the Argentine peso. They would have uh, some kind of hard currency investments elsewhere and been able to source different right. uh, economies outside of Argentina in order to be able to uh, to get there. Because to do anything like that inter internationally, and as you were saying before about the quote, the pound is in your pocket is worth the same. It depends what you're buying. If you are just buying Argentine produce, then basically it doesn't really matter because the peso is the peso is the peso. But yeah. where that hugely devalues is when you've got commerce coming into the country, because then that immediately overnight 
doubles in price and makes those purchases completely impossible. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me now, there's a story that I've um, escaped me altogether, but um, you'll probably be able to enlighten me on it. Uh, this is the extinction plight of the axolotls. I think I've pronounced that right. It looks like to me. Yeah, pretty close, pretty close. Axolotl. Axolotl. Ax axolotls, yeah. So uh, these uh, are threatened with extinction. These are endangered species. What exactly are axolotls? It's a kind of, it's a kind of a salamander. Um, it's a peculiar salamander and has become really famous recently um, and popular in pet shops across the world because it can regenerate parts of its body, anything from brains, eyes, uh, limbs. In Japan, you, you even have, you can put your, your your 10p into a claw machine and they'll, they'll hand you one out. Um, to make sense of this, you have to go back to when Mexico City was a series of islands on a lake bed about uh, 500 years ago when the Mexica established uh, the heart of their, their capital, Tenochtitlan, uh, in the, of the Aztec Empire. Then they came across this funky, smiley sort of salamander. They named the axolotl, uh, the a water monster in uh, Nautil, and it's resided in those waters ever since pretty happily until now because those waters or the last remaining waters that are left in the south of the city are uh, either drying up or uh, because of introduced fish, fish species are seeing all the axolotl eggs um, be consumed. Uh, get a load of this statistic. In 1998, 6,000 axolotls per square kilometre existed in the south in the lake bed south of Mexico City. Uh, 2014, 36 per square kilometre uh, mm -hmm. One of those extinction stories of our times. And it's also emblematic. It's really famous in Mexico because of where it came from. And so on. But it even adorns uh, one of the banknotes here. Um, it's, a, it's a meme. It's just one of those really famous things that actually the, 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 uh, the perceived uh, extinction of these creatures has actually generated a lot of um, soul searching and, uh, and sadness and questioning as to what can be done to save their... Uh, their ecosystems and, and habitats to the extent that there is an adopt an axolotl uh, campaign. Martin, I'll send you the link. Uh, after no, please the show. do. And then, yeah, you can you can send your, your five bob to adopt a little piece of axolotl um, habitat so that when you come for the World Cup in 2026, we can go and visit it. Excellent. I've always wanted to adopt an axolotl. I've had, uh, you know, four children uh, and they're lovely. Um, not all of them, but most of them are okay. Um, but an axolotl it would be a new thing for me, so that would be great. Let's just finish with um, Luis Suarez. Um, he's um, well, he's, he's left his team and uh, could be moving back to Europe. Uh, well, it depends. Uh, sorry, who you speak to, to the United States. Yeah, I think this is uh, the worst kept secret in football. I think that he's he's apparently going to. Uh, into Miami. They don't have to confirm anything for a while. And there's other things going on. So I don't think it's going to be fully confirmed in, 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 until uh, the next year. But, but basically, he's going to play again with former Barcelona teammates, uh, Jordi Alba, Sergio Busquets, and of course, the great uh, Leo Messi. He left yeah. Brazil's Grêmio uh, just last week, where his 24 goals and 17 assists for a 37-year-old helped the team to second place in uh, Brazil's top league. And I, th I think one of the amazing things about this last year of his in uh, the Brazil Serie A is the amazing reception he got across Brazil. You know how obviously tribal football fans mm, are, yeah. but that, that didn't happen with Luis Suarez. He was fated. He was, he was adored. 
He was applauded and sung to positively wherever it is a Gremio played and wherever it is that he he came out uh, on onto the field. They they absolutely adored him. Yeah, excellent. Um, we'll leave it there for the time being, John. Thank you very much, dear. Look forward to getting the link about the axolotls, and uh, there may be something I can. Uh, there may be a nice picture that I can post. Uh, so look forward to that, and we'll we'll talk again very soon. No problem. Take care. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to you too. There we go. Uh, John Bonfilio joining us from uh, Campeche in uh, Mexico.